0: Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public.
1: Our guest for this episode is Olga Brower, Executive Director of the Minnesota Agriculture and Rural Leadership Program. Olga, I know we've We've talked about it before, but I think it's always a good idea just in case somebody missed our previous conversation. If they're not familiar with the MARL program, uh, what's a good overview?
0: The MARL program is a dynamic two-year educational experience. It features nine seminars uh, around the state of Minnesota. It also includes a short week in Washington, D.C., and then we go abroad towards the end of the two years, and we go to a, a different country where we spend about a week and a half.
1: And you've had several classes, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We um, started with this program in the year 2000. So a quick math year, two-year cycle, so that means that by now, starting in 2022, we're um, kicking off uh, the 12th, class or cohort of the MARL program with leaders from all across Minnesota who are dedicated to agriculture and rural communities.
1: What does this 12th class have in store? What is the schedule going to generally look like over the next two years?
0: Um, For those who are familiar with this program, they probably expect what we've always done, Uh, nine, three-day in-state seminars, that's what we've always done, and then a six-day Um, seminar in Washington, D.C., and then abroad, right? But we have learned a few things during the last two years dealing with the pandemic and the Marl program, class 11 at that time. And we found that there are a few things that we can maybe do a little better, especially when it comes to time away from home. One of the things that people tell me is, it's so difficult to dedicate so much time, right? Because we're all very busy people. So one thing we did is, For these new two years, we'll be spending about 16 days instead of 21 or so, 16 days away from home, and um, we will only be in the state of Minnesota this first year, and with year, think of a school year, right? So we just started, and we'll wrap it up um, mid-summer next year. Um, So that's year one. Um, We'll start, we actually um, started last week just with a very brief seminar, and uh, it was all about getting to know each other. These uh, 24 people had just been selected, and of course there was Farm Fest happening in Morgan, Minnesota, and that is a place where a lot of our people come to, so we decided to start there and have them just greeted by a lot of our um, fans and alumni of the program and stakeholders and so that was fun and everyone got to spend time together also at farm fest and uh, as well as a different location it was really nice so that was different so starting in august for half a day basically then because of so many farmers being in this program and, and allowing them to fully participate we will not get together until december surely hope we'll be done harvesting by then and then uh, we can spend time every month for three days or so Um, and uh, get to know a lot about ourselves a lot about the state uh, of course about agriculture and food in the state of Minnesota and that wraps up then year one in June and after that people can start with year two it's still two years And year two will be um, more demanding when it comes to time and we'll take it to higher levels of leadership development too and uh, personal development. And with that, we'll also go to Washington, D.C. in that uh, second year. And, of course, we'll go abroad and have a few seminars here in the state as well.
1: Olga, that word leadership, I wanted to spend more time on that because in the – acronym of marl you've got minnesota agriculture and rural leadership so when you think about an an ag leader a rural leader what comes to my mind is somebody that gets up in front of people and, and you know can speak eloquently but there's certainly a lot more to leadership than that so what are some of the qualities that that you've seen people either you know gain or build upon as they've gone through the marl program strictly from a leadership perspective
0: Oh, that is a great question, Mark. Uh, and it, There are those um, elements that you just talked about, so we definitely look at communications and such. Um, and speaking eloquently, yes, but um, what we do with our program, we also dig a lot deeper and get to know ourselves a lot better. So what are our own strengths and how can we build further on that? So with that, that ties back to those leadership elements and um we have it very thoroughly um uh actually <laughs> designed and every two years we do this again and we say what did we learn what worked well and what didn't but um i could mention some of of the very specific leadership competencies as we call that in our in our world that'd be great yeah oh good well let's let's start i have here a list and we measure those things too so how are you doing before participating in this program? And then we'll just follow that. And, and at the end, after two years, we'll even ask you, how are you feeling about your competencies now? So some of those competencies here, personal visioning is um, the first one. And how to communicate your vision. You all have ideas, right? And visions and how it should be. But uh, there comes a lot Uh, um, at the table when you want to make that actually happen. And that's leadership. It's not just thinking about all of those wonderful things at home, but making it happen. A second uh, competency, uh, valuing diversity. Now, that might sound a little cheesy to a few people, but if you go back to who who we all work with, including myself, I'm an immigrant, um, valuing that we're all here together and making that happen. It makes your leadership, um, uh, a lot stronger and more impactful if you can build alliances. So that's what we've seen actually, um, very often with our, um, uh, or always <laughs> with our members. And, um, uh, some of the graduates of our program who oh, participated over 10 years ago, they came in and they, they noticed that someone had a different political perspective, right? So they're both farmers here in Minnesota, born and raised. But that was a difference. And the one told the other, I'm going to turn you into a Democrat. And the Democrat, of course, said, I'm going to turn you. Or uh, the other way around, um, turn you into a Republican, turn you into a Democrat. Fun conversations, but they became best friends. And they helped each other to elevate agriculture and to do good in their communities. So valuing diversity, big competency, number two. Positive psychology is another competency we use for leadership. So be optimistically, realistic, but optimistic too. If you're a donor, you're not going to get very far. Recognize your strengths and do something with that, right? The fourth would be ethical leadership. So leadership is fair and just ways, um, and and think about that, how to do this in a correct way. Effective communication is another competency that we use, so that ties back to what you mentioned, stepping up, and uh, it's not only um, verbal, but also nonverbal communication and how to read it as well. You don't always have to be the speaker, uh, but the, the listening piece, right? Leadership and followership is an interesting piece. Um, if you think of your daily life, how often are you really truly a leader <laughs> when you chair a meeting or when you take the lead in something? But most of our time, we're followers. So how to be an effective follower and support the leadership in, uh, in their practices. Motivating others is a big one. Group dynamics, mapping the environment, utilizing processes. Defining strategic direction, framing, questioning skills, decision-making skills, reflect, and feedback loop. So there's always that constructive feedback piece that uh, a good leader should be skilled at. Uh, Transform yourself. And that's one of the biggest expectations that we have, actually, from our candidates. So even if you're not a very... Uh, accomplished leader. But if you're willing to transform or grow, um, that that's what we want, growth mindset. And transform others. So how do you help coach or mentor others in their endeavors? Those are some of the main competencies that we work with.
1: Olga, I also wanted to highlight some of the partners of MARL. And obviously, we're speaking on behalf of the Minnesota Corn Growers today. And I'm assuming that you've had members that have gone through the MARL program and the association itself uh, I'm sure supports the program in a number of ways.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, Minnesota Corn Growers is a fabulous example of support, supporting our uh, programs and also benefiting from it directly. Um, and very quickly people become more involved with the boards and committees of commodity groups, um, such as the corn growers, and um, I, I often ask for volunteers, and the other day I asked uh, <laughs> for uh, an event, uh, who can speak something about the program, and I I asked an alum, uh, can you help? And he said, well, I'm actually in Washington, D.C. those days with the Minnesota corn growers to advocate for uh, corn production, right? And so, <laughs> well... Well, that's the best excuse ever. So, um, yeah, people become very involved with their commodity groups and really make a difference in uh, trade, in research, in promotion, and in many ways for our commodities and ultimately creating better markets and and better prices, right?
1: How would somebody learn more about Marl? Is there a website would you recommend they call or, or what should they do?
0: There are many things you can do to get in touch. First of all, you could get in touch with me. That that always works. Um, and I will have a replacement um, hopefully in October. So you would have a, a different person to reach out to. You can call or email and you'll find my um, contact information on our website. And our website is um, moralprogram.org. Further, you can also find us on Facebook under moral Program. And Twitter as well, Morrow program. and another way, if you just uh, can't can't take those notes right now or, or doesn't work, you can definitely reach out to your commodity group whether you're a corn or soybean grower or pork or dairy. We work with with all and, and beyond. We work with a lot of different grower organizations and um, make sure that all are involved and included. and and offer you the best um, program we can get you. So that is how you can definitely reach out to those offices too and um, and get connected with us.
1: Olga, anything else you want to make sure we talk about?
0: Um, One last thing I would love to talk about is um, how there is always a need for more um, leaders who can help. So if you feel that that is something for you. Um, yes, you can be a leader without this this training, of course, but this training really helps you to get better connected, um, have a better network, and really get to know yourself and transform yourself as a better leader and a better person. So that is one thing. And then, of course, lots of gratitude to the Corn Grower Association and many other stakeholders for allowing us to do this fabulous work.
1: To learn more about Minnesota Corn's involvement in Marl, visit mncorn.org.